There's Swayze adjacent. He couldn't be in everything. There's Swayze adjacent. So we'll talk about him. There's Swayze adjacent. He couldn't be in everything. There's Swayze adjacent. So we'll talk about him. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Crazy for Swayze. I'm your host, Vince Troya. About two and a half hours ago, I got a root canal. I'm joined by my faithful co-host, roommate, and best friend, Josh Young. And Josh, tell the people what we got for them today! Roadhouse 2. We're watching Roadhouse 2, and we brought in an expert. Miss Nicole Fritz, our favorite pickle, is here to give us her expert opinion on kicking ass. Yeah, well. How are you doing today, Pickle? Doing pretty good, actually. Uh, thanks for asking. I do have a question before we watch Roadhouse 2. Yeah. All right. So, so far, out of all the Swayze movies you've watched, yeah, which has ranked highest on the Swayze scale? Swayze scale. Um, oh, dude. I think it was Roadhouse 1. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. So, I'm kind of excited to... Be a part of this Swayze adjacent. I how, how See, like we don't have any experience. You don't have any experience. I don't like. The, it looks like a porno. That's how we know. The, the <laughs> DVD I found has it's one of those like dual language ones, which we don't always see very often in America. But yeah, it's got French and uh, English on it. Well, French—that's the language of love. It is, and but why isn't it Roadhouse de? Oh, okay. Fair. You know? Yeah. Yeah. There are two ladies on the cover. They're the same lady. Oh, we, okay. All right. I was going to ask this. You didn't do any research between I, now and when we watch Scruff? Absolutely not. I did not do <laughs> any research. I still don't know if it's two different women or the same woman, but I'm excited to find that out. That's like part of the driving force of me wanting to watch this movie is to see if these are two ladies or one. I'm not even convinced that the, like one of them's in the movie. I mean... <laughs> Well, I I think the, this is a classic. Like, look at their belts; they're switched, but they're wearing the same outfit. So maybe they just flipped them to make them look like different women. But we can't tell the difference. I mean, <laughs> if this were like the bar game, where like what's different? Like oh, one yeah. of them has earrings on and one doesn't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the belts flipped. The belts are flipped. The belts are flipped. It's are their boots like- different? I can't tell. I don't know. They just have cool boots on. It's it's impossible to say. Well, like like we haven't seen this movie. We also haven't seen anything else this director Scott Zeal has made. He did Cruel Intentions three uh, and Demon Hunter. This from- time it's crueler. <laughs> it's the cruelest. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It'd be the cruelest intentions. How many people... I kind of want to watch Cruel Intentions 3 without watching Cruel Intentions 2. I don't think you need to know what happened in the middle. And guess what happens, you know? Like, try and figure it out. We'll write our own Cruel Intentions 2. Yeah, just like uh, the podcast, uh, I Haven't Seen It, I think is the name of the podcast. And then the person tries to explain it. A movie that they haven't seen, yeah. They write the plot for a movie they haven't seen. I hear you. So this is a rated R straight to DVD 2006 release. It's 96 or excuse me, it's 86 minutes long. It's from MGM and Mayan Films and Sony Pictures and we've got some people in the movie. Now, this is starring Jonathan Steech. 
that's, from that's a porno name. He's from that thing you do. Oh, and prom night. Um, I only remember seeing him in that thing you do. I don't know anything else he's done. Do you guys know this guy at all? I don't even know if I've seen that thing you do. Is that Tickle shaking Hanks her one? head? She's <laughs> shaking her head vigorously. Um, we also have Ellen Holman from Matrix Four and Love and Monsters, Richard Norton from Mad Max Four, and lots of eighties and nineties action TV shows and movies, and are now we're on Jake Busey watch. Yeah. Jake Busey's in this fucker too. All right. <laughs> um, yeah. Who do you think he's gonna be? I genuinely don't know. I hope that he's going to be like the cool guy that he teams up with at the bar to like cool everything down. Mm-hmm. But Jake Busey looks to be younger than this Jonathan Steichel guy. So I don't think he could be like a Wade Garrett kind of, you know. Yeah. He'd have to be like his younger brother. So you've done no research on this, correct? I mean, he no. knows who the director is well, and who the stars are. But. I mean, <laughs> like it says Roadhouse 2. Do you know if it's going to have anything to do with Roadhouse? Well, look at see, it. See, it looks I, like it does. I've got a little rundown here I found on the internet. I wanted to read the two of you together and get your honest opinions. See if you're going to be excited about this or if this is going to be a fucking pile of garbage with a bunch of fire and ants on it. All right? <laughs> Poor ants. It says, take it outside. Shane Tanner, the son of legendary cooler named Dalton, learns that his uncle Nate got beat up by a group of men because he doesn't want to sell his bar, the Black Pelican, to a bunch of drug dealers. To help out his uncle, Shane teams up with local school teacher Bo Hampton, who was a regular at the Black Pelican, and takes down the baddies. I think it's going to be amazing. (laughs) It sounds like if you mix Twin Peaks with Roadhouse. (laughs) Right? I'm I'm game. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see what the Black Pelican looks like. I did find that this this was filmed in Louisiana. Mm. So I hope like it's gonna be like a Bayou Bar kind of situation. Do you think that his uh, his mom will be in this movie? I'm not sure. I, that's what I was like wondering. Are we gonna be introduced to this estranged mother that like we don't know anything about? And I'm being like Dalton was floating around a bunch. Like this doesn't sound that out of like he he got that guy fucked. Yeah, I mean, oh, did, you, sure. did you see that tush in the original one? Do you think like, he finds, like, a sexy doctor? I think doctor? we all saw that Dude, tush. That's yeah. what got it the 10 out of 10 on the Swayze scale. Swayze scale. <laughs> I mean, like, those buns get anything the 10 out of 10. Yeah, it is important <laughs> to note, though, that North and South is uh, it has a 29 out of 30 on the Swayze scale. Swayze scale. As well. It, it does. With I think the bonus points in every season. Oh, it's such a Oh man, I'm kind of sad we we're done with it. We're not done. It lives forever in our hearts. Should we? Aren't show? you writing more? I'm trying. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I want I want to do uh, I want to do one that has a few of the of the actors returned. So I, it has to be 40 years later. And I don't know what was going on in the early 1900s. I guess there was cowboys, right? I think so. Sounds accurate. It was the end of the era. So there are only, uh, you know, I read four of the stars in this movie. There's only three more additional stars. Will Patton, Marissa Quinn, and Sophia M. Crawford. That's the entire cast. Which one of them is Sophia? Uh, she plays nurse slash DEA waitress, uncredited. So I'm assuming she is both of those ladies. Nurse slash DEA waitress. Yeah. What is a DEA waitress? I think she's undercover. 
Oh, so she has three jobs. Yeah. <laughs> She's Dr. Sexy and Agent Sexy and Nurse, or no, I already said that. Yeah, <laughs> Dr. Agent Sexy. I want that. All right, if if I have to get a name tag made, I want to be Dr. Agent Sexy. Okay. I want to be uh, Seymour Butts. You want to be Seymour Butts? <laughs> That's silly. You crazy, crazy madman. Oh. All right, Pickle. Do you have any thoughts going into this? Any hopes? Any dreams? Do you want to add anything to the Swayze scale for the character of Shane that we are going to be observing? Because right now we're going to be ranking the Swayze scale. scale. Character edition on what, Josh? Um, We rank it on uh, stubbornness, uh, recklessness, uh, smoking, uh, athleticism. And there's one other that I'm forgetting. Knife boots? Athletic. Athletic? I, I already said athleticism. Yeah. Uh, I'll, we'll, we'll get it when we come back. Okay. Anything you want to add, though? Um. Well, you said that the butt made Roadhouse 1. Yeah. Yeah. So it's got to be his butt. Do we have to see the, the naked butt, or is it just fine if he has, seems to have a nice tuchus? I, 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 think, I think I would like to see the butt. I mean... I can like that can, was part of the draw of the first one. If you want to be surprised, I cannot look up if we're gonna see the button. Don't don't look we it up. We must okay. be surprised. All right, all right, all right. We're not looking up. See if there's any ass in it. It is rated R, so there is a high assability ratio. Right, mm-hmm. it's real high. It's like the highest it can be without being a porno. So you guys ready to watch this son of a bitch? Yes. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Uh, that was great. Yeah. I had lots of fun watching it. It was not what I expected. What did you but, expect? But okay. Um, I expected... Oh, man. Did you expect less titties? Because we got to see some titties. Uh, no, I expected around the same amount of titties. That is the, the right amount of titties for this movie. Approximately three? The, yeah, I think three titties. Three to <laughs> five. Three. I, I mean... Are you talking pairs or titties? Separate? Oh, there was a strip club in the beginning too. There were lots of boobs yes. There. I'm thinking there was approximately eight to ten nipples on the screen. Okay, including fucking Busey's. Oh yeah, yeah. Busey's nipples were <laughs> definitely in he had there. Some, he had some cool tattoos. Also, I don't remember what any of them were, but they were ugly and they were in very very big places. Yes, ugly, big places, but also different styles, which doesn't totally make sense to it, me. Like I'm trying to understand, like the like the who they thought the bad, like who the guys who made this movie think bad guys are. I had no idea because when we first started, I was a little concerned about who they thought the bad guys were, but by the end. I don't know. I, I, I wasn't was, any more or less convinced. I, I think, like I said while we were watching, I think it was like a RoboCop tearing system, right? Like, Jake Busey was the Clarence Boddicker, but there was still a Dick Jones above him, you know? And that was that other guy that was shooting up the house near the end of the movie. But, like, that guy got arrested or he died? I don't really it know. It turned out he wasn't really the bad guy. He... 
He wasn't? Jake no, Busey was the baddest Jake, guy. Because he yeah. said that, yeah, he was like, yeah, I was there, but it wasn't really about me at all. It was Jake Busey the whole time. He didn't say Jake Busey. He said what of a white Wild snake. Bill. Wild, Wild Bill. Wild Bill White Snake or some shit is his name? I don't know. He liked wearing white think, snake skin clothes. I think but I said white snake because I thought it sounded cool. You that did, was, that was me but then I thought you were just making it up. And then the mute movie happened, and within like twenty minutes, I feel like somebody said White Snake, but then I didn't hear it again. So then I, yeah. Should we call him Bill White Snake? I'm um, calling him Wild Bill White Snake. I'm right. okay with calling him anything. He could be Jake Busey for all I care. <laughs> Jake Busey's also fine in my book. <laughs> I I liked I, I I don't fuck. This is like the third Jake Busey thing I think I've seen in my entire life, right? No, what else have I you seen with Jake Busey? In Jake it? Busey is also in Starship Troopers. Okay, he is in The Predator, that one that came out a few years ago mm. with, with Olivia Munn in it. It's a Shane Not Black sure. film. Yeah, it's a Shane Black film. He was in that fucking Overnight that we watched, and now this. Oh yeah, he was not a character in Overnight, though. No, he was just himself. Jake right? Busey. Oh, this movie sounds sick. I yeah. love the Boondock Saints. This, this was like the only time I've ever really seen Jake Busey be a villain, and it was it was it was very silly to me. Like I don't know how like he did it convincingly. I found him intimidating at times, and I like I thought he was good, <laughs> but at the exact same time, I'm like. He's so silly. Do you think it's important to note that they were selling crystal meth? Like, that was the drug in question. Not really. I thought at the beginning it would matter. Yeah, like maybe it would make people be erratic. It didn't matter. I mean, Jake Busey was pretty erratic. (laughs) Yeah, but we never... Did we ever see Jake Busey take crystal meth? No. No. And you shouldn't be high on your own supply. No, because that's... That's bad business. He mm-hmm. was like a madman. It's true. So, what is the Jake Buseyest moment in this movie? <laughs> I think it's the part where he whips out the gun at the guy who's just telling, calling, like coming over to say, "Hey, you know, this guy wants to meet with you," and he's like, "What?" Dude, I was gonna say that I thought the the hot tub three way was the most Jake Busey scene. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, am I talking about the same moment as you, Josh? When I say. When the guy was like, oh, hey, nice boots. And he was like, no, that was oh, put him up your ass. Yeah. That was the Jake Booseyest moment to me. <laughs> he slammed that shot glass on the guy's head, then slammed him on the table, threw him over the table. And then his lady friend, Lady Knives, uh, like forcibly licked a woman's neck. It was, it, yeah, yeah. It was, it was intimidating. It, I don't know. Like, if I was in a place, right, and I saw that happen, I'd be like, holy shit. I hope they stay over there long enough for me to get to the door. Mm-hmm. I yeah, do not want to be, be there. That would definitely be a time of me, like, trying to get Danny not to see them and be like, why don't we just go home? There's no reason. <laughs> no reason get, at all. Don't get involved with this. Yeah, oh. no reason. Okay, so just very quickly the plot, right? Um, so- no, okay, but I wanted I wanted to to note that the one question we presented before we started, uh-huh. those oh. ladies, they're different ladies. They are, in fact, different ladies wearing doppelganger belts that don't matter at all. Yeah, this they're all we only see them walking into the the black pelican in the very first scene. Mm-hmm. They never return. They don't have names. I've got no idea why they were on the cover outside. 
of being undeniably sexy. They were wearing orange shirts, though, not pink shirts. So do you think that that was done in post? Or yeah. do you think that when they were doing their outfits, like pictures, they had them in different clothes? I guess it's just as feasible. Dude. It could be either. But it kind of pretty cheap. I kind of agree with Josh. It's probably done in post. They, that they, shit's easy like- enough to do. And if you got somebody who's working on this film and isn't doing a whole lot extra and they're like, yeah, you know what? Let me just change their change the color of their shirts for you. What do you think about this? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's easy. That to shit do. pops too. And um, and like, there's a difference of facial tone color between the box and the fucking disc. Oh, the DVD. Yeah, I think he looks just like Charlie Sheen on the DVD, mm-hmm. and he looks not like Charlie Sheen on the the fucking. Oh no, or- sorry, vice versa. On the Blu-ray. Or and and by here, we're talking about Shane. Shane, yes. Dal- Dalton's son. Shane Dalton's son. What was uh, Shane's last name? Tanner. 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 He's son of Swayze. Son of son Swayze. Of Tanner, son of Swayze. How did you feel about him, guys? Like, did you have a favorite aspect of Shane? Oh. Or did you have a least favorite? Let's start Let's start with, with, with the extremes. What was your favorite part about him, and what was your least favorite part? take a while to think of what's good about him but you can start with the bad he's a cop <laughs> and you can't trust a single word he fucking says a cop's lie all the time it's their job dude i thought that that was like his biggest downfall DEA as well as well the worst kind of cop yeah he's trying to stop you from having a good time the fact that he goes through the entire movie trying to implement dalton's kind of like mindset being like i'm a spiritual guy i like to like look at the world differently and like be nice until it's time to not be nice this motherfucker was throwing fists at any chance he could get he was not a pacifist at all no not at all he was not okay so here's the thing he didn't feel like swayze's kid in that way because number one like you said it wasn't a pacifist thing Uh part of it is because his dad died which we found out right out the gate and apparently he asks every criminal he ever meets if they know anything about it i guess that's because he knows that a drug dealer killed his dad like it seems stupid at first but then it makes a little bit more sense i guess i I guess and i guess that's an okay reason but i still don't feel like swayze would have been or at this point i guess dalton would have been cool with his kid being a cop like we know that the original Roadhouse ends with him like ripping that guy's throat out or whatever, and then yeah. the cops showing up and then being like, "What happened here?" And everyone being like, "Oh, we don't know, vigilante justice." <laughs> oh, we didn't see anything. He fell. Yeah, I don't. Th- yeah, I yeah. don't think Dalton was much of a cop guy. He fell. On no, some bullets. not at all. And <laughs> I, I don't feel like. I know that we see Nate as he goes on his uncle through this and it seems like he's okay but with it, but like really I don't Well, I mean it's a daddy issues movie. Yeah, it's a daddy issues movie. Okay, but like his age, right? Suggests that he had already been born by the time that we were watching the original Roadhouse, right? It has to be. Cause like this movie takes place in the modern era. 2005. Yeah, 2005. 2005. When did Roadhouse come out? 84. So, I mean, this guy, if, if he hadn't been born yet, he would be a maximum age of 21. He looks about 30 to me. So we're to believe that during the original Roadhouse, Dalton had a kid down in Louisiana. Okay, so. Getting raised in the fucking swamp by some tanners. Yeah, but he cares about his dad's death 
And it seems like his dad instructed him in the way of cooling. All right, so yeah. Roadhouse came out in 89, right? Okay, so this guy so, is a baby. So in theory, Shane is the exact same age I am. If he were to have hit up his mother within six months sure. of me being born, okay? Let's okay. put it that way. Do you think in 2006 when... <laughs> that you could have been a DEA agent. When I was in 11th grade... <laughs> <laughs> Do you think I could have been a DEA agent? I think this movie suggests a lot of things about Dalton that are frankly insulting. Right? Yeah, because okay, that he's a he's an absentee and deadbeat dad, which yeah. I just don't believe about and Dalton. He got killed by Jake Busey. <laughs> yeah, these are terrible things. Okay, okay, it's so, insulting. It very much is. Okay, so what I know about Dalton is like he doesn't want to be tied down, but if he knew that there was. A responsibility there or someone who needed his care yeah he would have been there and stuck around mm -hmm. so an absentee dad sounds horrible and they never even mentioned that in roadhouse one that he yep. might have a kid exactly and you're right jake busey can't fight anything close to like what as what, much as this movie tries to stick to the regular like the rubric of roadhouse yeah it completely misunderstands roadhouse and what's cool about it and like who dalton is as a character it it gave every person in this movie an extremely confident grasp of hand-to-hand -hand combat <laughs> mm -hmm. everybody was duking it out every single on. person could fight oh it was amazing not just fight either like you know take a few hits everyone was throwing kicks and they were like <laughs> they like before they went in there, all of them had to have stretched ahead of time, you know? Like, they were like, all right, boys, do we need to do hamstring stuff? Like, what's up? Like, What do you think you meet out in the parking lot for? That's they, I, I'm positive they were stretching. I'm, I'm just, pretty sure that's the only reason you meet in a parking lot as taking, a group. And then, yeah, taking Start shots. stretches and maybe smoking and shots, a doob. And then you bust in. <laughs> oh, and then you do a little bit of crystal meth. I was going to say crystal. Meth. You said a doob, but I was like... Wait, didn't we establish it was crystal? Well, that's what I do in the parking lot is I smoke a doob. But, mm -hmm. I mean, uh, if you are, I mean, if it's time for crystal meth and you got to go fight and crystal meth's what you got, <laughs> it makes sense to me. That means it's what the Nazis did. I liked that this movie, in true Roadhouse spirit, it stuck with a few staples that they just, like, where they really leaned in and almost to a point that it was, like, cheesy, right? Mm-hmm. They opened this movie the same way they opened the original with a fucking fight. But, the, and yeah, it doesn't have anything to do with, with the main character either. It's Absolutely his uncle nothing. fighting. Yep. Uncle fucking Nate, he fucks. Yeah. Well, you had to know why this character wanted to come back, Josh. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it totally set me up for real. And when he, daddy when he, issues. When, when he was revealed as son of Swayze, I was like, oh, a mm -hmm. cop? Yeah. That and, like... It just feels so weird because, like I said, he keeps trying to do the Swayze stuff and be like, we were going to live by three rules when he sits everybody down to have their stupid meeting, and they already know the rules. Like, mm. why does he have to be there to implement these rules if all these people already know them? I mean, and he's not even Swayze about it because he's not some outsider. No, he, he's a fucking cop! He's a cop, and he's a family member, and he's just a rich <laughs> yeah. boy coming to take control of the people, situation. Yeah, people already know who he is there. And he acts like he has a right to it because he's the prodigal son returning and then but it's also really funny because Swayze's kid doesn't fly either yeah but then he doesn't even drive 
like a good car like his dad did. The whole reason his dad didn't fly. I mean, not the whole reason, but a good part of it is to have time with those sweet-ass cars he Well, had. he had a Mercedes in this movie, uh-huh. but wasn't it a BMW in the original? Yeah, I think so. Or was it a was it also a Mercedes? Uh, I could have no say. The, the car is only on screen for a few seconds in it, the original. It, oh, yeah. And this one is only on screen for him to change the tire for Jeep Lady, which which says that the car he's driving is impractical for the area he's in. So. Exactly. Dude, I want boy car. I wanted to talk about that scene like really bad. I had lots of problems with that. The whole thing? Yeah. Because you wanted her to Ted Bundy him. Well, yes. I did. Yes. We all did. Like, as Shane's returning to the city in Louisiana. He's returning to to the the swamps. The swamps of Louisiana to work in Where nobody had a nice Creole accent. Oh, Yes. No one had Creole accents. This lady on the side of the road should have had an accent. No one At got fed to Gators. At least one character, not even a side character, had one. But if she's like a townie, she should definitely have one. She should would 100%. So should Busey, because they lived there. Yeah, because they're cousins. Oh my god, you're right. They should have an accent. Is that what a Louisiana accent sounds like? Even yeah. if that's not what a Louisiana accent sounds like, Someone that's try. better than what they tried. They didn't like, even try. Oh, Louisiana accent don't be like this. It's like, you, you want to get out of that swamp there? You want to get fed to the gator? My name's Wild Bill, and I have a crystal meth business. <laughs> you can come over to my club, the Black Pelican. And I want to fuck you up. Science club. So he's trying to make it his clubs. That's the entire thing in the movie. He's yeah. trying to strong arm Uncle Nate out of the ownership of the Black Pelican because it's got like prime swamp access, it does. right? Prime, so they can do think, drug stuff there. I think that's why he got kicked out because he's an ex cooler, which we like that term ex cooler. Pickles mm-hmm. keeping this thing on track. I'm man. pretty sure that as ex cooler, he realized what prime real estate that was for doing drugs and then he got caught by Nate and Mm -hmm. I think that's why he got kicked out. Yes. So now he's trying to get the money and the... But is that why he killed Swayze? I think so. Maybe. They never say. They they left it really ambiguous. We actually got the confirmation pretty late in the movie that yes, I in fact killed your father and uh, Shane was not happy about that. I I like it though. I was fine with it. I don't understand, like, why, though? Like, why was Swayze there? Was the bar getting out of control? I don't know. Again? Did he settle down? Did he meet this lady and be like, all right, we're going to have this super soldier baby that's going to grow at twice speed of everyone else because I'm Dalton and my cum is that potent, (laughs) right? So they have this dude. He grows at a super speed. He gets through the DEA Academy. Yeah, before he's only 17 years old. Maybe that's why he's making all these poor decisions because like, I'm 17. I'm a cop and a DEA agent and now I'm running a small business? This is too much. I just want to kiss a girl and watch the ring <laughs> like that's all no. he wants to do it's all teenagers want to do it's all that's... i want to do uh in donnie darko <laughs> you watch yeah. joe dirt donnie darko and watch the ring yeah and you're like "Ooh, i love naomi watts <laughs> i love naomi watts in the ring man that was what started my my whole thing about just how 
Naomi Watts doesn't play characters anymore for me. She plays Naomi Watts. And every time I'm watching a Naomi Watts movie, I'm just yelling at Naomi Watts. Like, didn't we learn this in the last movie? Don't talk to the strangers. Yeah, she doesn't have to learn anything in Twin Peaks because she has learned everything from before. I mean, if you've got a Dougie Jones, you don't have to do Whoa. anything. I'm Dougie Jones. Dougie Jones, man. <laughs> Mr. Jackpot. Know. I just when I, I I just no she's not supposed to pick up the telephone she always picks up the telephone and I'm always screaming at the TV <laughs> Naomi hang up the phone <laughs> and every time she's like oh shit it's seven days and then she goes and sees Brian Cox and I'm like why is he here he's gonna give you soap to eat and it's it's just it's all over the place you guys and like I really like that we don't know the busty lady's name for three whole scene the jeep lady yeah and you thought she not, was busty the busty jeep she's lady not she's not there busty. with the bustier the, no no the ladies on the cover were busty yeah she's a boosty lady yeah she had the, the oh the she's a boosty lady they tried to boost him up and <laughs> she looked great i'm not saying she did it there's but nothing wrong with not having busty titties That's already fine. yeah no it's as as it's a good. lady who doesn't have that I'm 100% on board with that, but I'm just saying. They she, were trying to oh, accentuate ex- They tried to accentuate it. it, but it was not one of her natural assets. Her natural asset would just be that she's like a, a thin, pretty lady, which and her, is fine. But her name is Boy, and that's a problem. It is. Her name is Bo. Bo. Oh, that's but, like Boy. Yeah, it means Boy. But, like, we were introduced to her as she's, like, changing this tire and bent over and, like, oh, I'm Megan Fox and Transformers. Ugh. Yeah, but she doesn't need no man's help. Neither she, does Megan Fox. Dude, all right. But he shows up to help her. And she refuses help. And he attaches these lug nuts by hand without using the fucking tire, the cross iron. tire iron at all, right? And then <laughs> when he goes and puts the tire into her back seat instead of putting it on the tire mount on the back of it even though she pulled it out of the trunk that like, was too much for you, you i could, lost it like what the fuck is this guy doing you were able to watch him put the lug nuts on by hand and you were able to watch him force his help on her but when it came to chucking that fucking tire in the trunk that was too much for you right oh man like i i am one to be overconfident in trying to do things on my car i will 100 percent admit that i've tried to change oils on people's car and help them and like show them how to do it and i didn't have the right tools and then it took like six hours and we couldn't fucking do it and i just like a jackass right that's what you learned from dad this is this is something that i do regularly i just overestimate my abilities to do things with cars but like this guy i was just like holy shit i would never kiss you if i was a lady yeah what are you doing you mad man don't put that cop. in my back seat and he's a cop and he's a cop she doesn't even know that if she knew that he was a cop she'd be, probably be like stop get away from me and don't say another word because every word you say is a lie she'd be like stop cop <laughs> don't don't help me I'm as a woman director. i wouldn't want help from a cop i wouldn't want cop cop from anybody i wouldn't want help from anybody i wouldn't want cop from anybody either josh <laughs> don't ever give me cop <laughs> Did you feel that the advances from Wild Bill to try and obtain the Black Pelican was on par with the advances made to obtain the Roadhouse in the original? Because, like, they sent messages in similar fashions, right? Sure. Like, one person will come over and they'll kind of, like, just try and pay you off, right? And then 
it, in, in the original one, we had that scene where we fucking drove that monster truck through that showroom. But we destroyed some houses and, and we destroyed the bar in this one. Like, do these changes feel good to you? Because, like, yeah, they're still doing the same kind of beats to cause the damage to really put the squeeze on the owners. Mm-hmm. But there's not the same thing. So not, like, always reusing the same old bag of tricks. Well, Roadhouse suggests that it's a problem of top-down wealth. Yes. Whereas uh, Jake Busey is new money in this mm-hmm. so i think that this again displaces the anger who do you think should have been the bad guy if not jake Busey? Though? that guy mr moneybags <laughs> oh who said it was jake Busey who oh, killed no, i was actually thinking the guy that i couldn't think of the name of who wears a top hat and offered a bunch of money but that's not actually the bad no, guy that's the lawyer it should have been that guy with the ambiguous accent the the jacques renault the situation yeah, yeah. the guy who showed up for like three Soup seconds Man. The Ooh. Soup Boy. I'm sorry, Jean Renault. Jacques Renault is a, a big weirdo. Uh, Jean Renault's a, a, a much more uh, business savvy weirdo. Jean mm. Rene? No, Jean Renault. Jacques oh. Renault's cousin or whatever. Jean and Jacques? Oh, gosh. Could you imagine that family dinner? Be like, Jacques, no, Jean, no. And who was the other guy? Jean- there, Ray, there was another uh, Renault as well who, who dies in the first episode. Uh, you know, Andy shoots him. Oh, I don't remember. There's so many Renaults, but either way, the one who owns One-Eyed Jacks, mm-hmm. he's a problem. Yeah, he is. He is a problem. And that's the accent this guy should have had. Instead, he had like he didn't know if he was doing French or British. He kind of made me think of Mads Mikkelsen with the way he looked. Yes, this guy was dollar store Mads Mikkelsen for sure. Do you feel like that? I don't know who that is. Oh, he's a... He's He's a weirdo. He's a weirdo. There's no other way to describe him. (laughs) Yeah, I don't really know. I don't know what you've seen with him. You probably wouldn't see anything with him. He's um, some Nor- like a Norwegian guy or something. This is really the only time people need Danny here to translate for me. Is, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's useful in that. Pop culture references that I... He was in James Bond movies and stuff like that. He is Hannibal. Uh, That's the most important thing that he is. Oh, he's Hannibal. Okay. But, I mean, uh, Anthony Hopkins is also Hannibal. So yeah. No, Anthony Hopkins is more Hannibal to me, but if you said in the TV series, I understand. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, he, yeah, this uh, this bad guy, the real bad guy, well, who should have been the real bad guy, he's a, he's Dollar Store Mads Mikkelsen. Uh, do you, so, okay. Do you think the... Jake Busey was trying to like overturn him and become like the big boss, or do you think he was like fine being the Clarence Boddicker? I don't think he cares. I think he's fine being the Clarence Boddicker. He just wanted to have the Black Pelican. Yeah, he, because it was the first step in his empire. He's got to build his empire before he can take somebody else's. That's why you got to watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> We're back at Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe how many times that. While Bill and all of his fucking boys just, like, roughed up people's houses. For no reason. He did it, like, multiple times in the movie. They really like, fucked up Bo's house really bad. Yeah. They did that one with guns. Yeah. The and other that, ones. that's his fucking cousin. Yeah! You know what? They also fucked up the Black Pelican with guns. Like, <laughs> there's that Oh, they shot, just, they just doors, like, yeah. threw all the stools out and then shot a bunch of shit. Yeah, you could see the the muzzle flashes inside the dark bar. <laughs> it's like, what are they shooting? <laughs> all right, I wanted to also mention with, with the bar, Luther. 
Oh yeah. How do we feel about this little informant, this turncoat, this this little bastard that's like given Wild Bill all of the insider information coming from Shane trying to put the stop to the illegal stuff? Like, I didn't like him. I, and uh, I thought he sucked. He's a snitch. Yeah, I, I don't think he's a cool guy. He's a and snitch in a turncoat. But okay, so maybe that's a good opportunity to ask who the worst guy is. The worst guy? Because okay. it's implied that it's Busey, right? Because he killed he killed Dalton. That's fucked up. But I think the cop might be a worse guy. And I yeah, think- he, he ends up turning it around at the end. But like all the cops are dirty. All the cops are dirty, and they have to be shown that, like, justice is going to come with or without them before even one of them tries to turn. Yeah, it's just like, what, what, what they have the institutional power, and they could make different choices, and that's what makes them worse, in my opinion. And I guess that's why the, the really rich guys are bad as well, whereas Jake Busey, he's just trying to get that fucking bread. That's yeah. the American dream. Yeah. That's why all cops are bad, Josh. Is they have the they have the opportunity even to not rogue do cops. that shit. Thing. I mean, even fucking uh, even even uh, Son of Swayze's boss. They're all bad cops too. They're trying to get him his badge taken away because he went rogue. But he's still a bad guy because he yeah. he was a cop. I I'm not saying I didn't feel the same love for him that I felt for either Swayze or Sam. Sam Elliott. Thank you, Wade Sam Garrett. Elliott. Yeah, like, not Sam Neil. Yeah, yeah, Josh, <laughs> not Sam Neil. No, this isn't Event Horizon. This is not Jurassic Park. This Event Horizon, not... I think, is my favorite uh, Sam Neil movie. The, did you Did you see the Hunt for the Wilder People? The Taika Waititi yes. joint with him yes. in it. No. See that one's fucking great. It's so good. It's got him and the and the the boy sidekick from Deadpool two. It's they're, really good. They're Josh. just running through the woods in in, in Australia or New Zealand. I'm New sorry, Zealand. New Zealand. Excuse me. My mom told me to watch this movie and. The, the kid just talks about Biggie and Tupac the entire it's time. It's really funny. It's awesome. All right, I got to watch it. It's really I mean, great. Top d- of the list. Yeah, move it up. Yeah, it's it's super fun, man. It's really cute, too, because they do, like, like, like bonding things. Like, hey, we're alone in the woods, and this kid's like, I've never been here. Can we go to the McDonald's? And then Sam Neill's like, no, we're going to live in these woods. And then he breaks his foot, and he got to, like, hang out in the woods. And, like, learn to survive. I'd rather go to McDonald's, and I don't like McDonald's. <laughs> Dude, I hear that. I like McDonald's now because I got a new chicken sandwich that's pretty good. What's good about it? I mean, like, it's better than it was. So I guess by comparison, it's pretty good. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's, it's better, better than it was. Than it was. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's progress. <laughs> I guess that's progress. Is it weird to say progress or progress? Like, well, how do you say you it? You say progress. You say progression. Progress. But you say progress. Progress. Okay, progress is how the British say it. Do you say experiment or experiments? Be- experiment that or will- experiment? Oh, what? Experiment. Exper- exper- I say laboratory. Labor- laboratory. Did you get out of my laboratory? Is it- okay, do you think you got it because of that TV no. show? No, I, no. Say, I say I say laboratory. Do you say that experiment, 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 experiment. Dude, why do people say things weird? That's that's weird. <laughs> do you think data is different than data? I I think it's harder. I think, I think it, if you were to yeah. eat it, it had pointy corners. Yeah, like I, if I'm gonna I'm gonna go collect some data, but now I have some data. Dude, what do you think a laser tastes like? 
I asked that to someone today. You know what they told me? What? It, it tastes the same as getting stung by a gel, jellyfish. And that fucking <laughs> melted my brain. I was like, how the fuck does that even happen? I was like, Listen, dude. Lasers are all different intensities. <laughs> dude, like, most lasers don't taste like anything, but some it's like, why are they spicy? <laughs> You think that'd be spicy? I think that'd be sour. I think it'd be like a a super Red Bull. Like a more sour Red Bull is what a laser would be like. And then like, like it would get more and more sour the more intense it got. Like, eventually, it'd be like, tr- if you took a Red Bull and filled it with warheads, and then you shook it up, and then somehow made it more sour. I think, okay, you're, I think you're on to something. Like, that's what I think lasers taste like. I thought it'd be spicy because it's like it's burning you. Okay, okay, okay. Pick a weigh-in. How do you feel about this? Would do you, you think uh, they're like garlicky, maybe? Or, or are they cold? Is it like a reverse Ooh. oven? Like oh, oh. It's, it's like no, sucking it's like, the heat out? It's like, it's like having dry ice on you. Oh, there you go. Like it's so cold that it's burning then. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I like everybody's interpretations of laser tastes. And I mostly got mine based on yours because I wanted to also have a cool one, but, like, all of them are great. Like, so if you told me that was what lasers tasted like. I feel These are like- going to make some great starting Pokemon, you guys. I think we're going to be able to beat the Elite Four in no time. Uh, all we need is laser Pokemon. We need some laser <laughs> Pokemon. And then we got to lick them and see what they say. T- all right, yeah. if we could find lasers... <laughs> Would you guys want to lick some lasers? It's like, I got one. It's a blue laser. That's why I think it might be, like, kind of cool then, maybe. Well, here's the thing. If you get a laser and and you find a blue laser and you say what you think it tastes like and we get an independent person to also taste your blue laser and if they say it tastes anything near that, then we'll know that's what blue tastes like. Okay. All right. And then we'll go on to the next color. But I don't think... If we all do the same laser, then we'll all have that same burnt pattern into our tongue, and we might not taste every laser the way it should be tasted. But we ha- we have to do all of them, so we all or well, well, we well, someone has to taste times. none of them, so we can have a control. Uh huh. I don't, I don't understand how you can say what the flavor is if you haven't tasted it. I don't either. I, don't I either. think Danny would know what a laser tastes like. Let Danny be our control. I guess it's like, it's kind of like. No one could prepare me for what a, a root canal felt like because I thought it was going to be like in the movies and it wasn't. And like, I guess there's no real way to describe what it was other than being tolerable. It was like having a guy uh, standing on your chair pulling your tooth out. No, I didn't pull my <laughs> tooth out, but like they drilled into me and he was doing file stuff and I didn't hurt. But I, I mean, wonder like, if it was, was he pushing you down at all? Or no, it wasn't like he didn't. I wasn't Did he take his pants around. off? No, this wasn't a Seinfeld situation. My shirt was untucked. Um, but it just was like, it was a new experience I'd never had before. And I don't really know how to describe it. It's like shaving your head. You, you can't really describe how it feels until you do it. And then once you do it, you you know what it is. I think it's like, I think I think shaving your head and, and, and childbirth are exactly the same thing. And... Um, that's the hill I'm going to die on. I think that's actually a good entry back into the stupid movie and about oh, yeah? how, how misogynist this film is, right? Dude, it was so misogynist. Oh, oh it, there's also uh, everyone's favorite swear word, the R word. Quite a few times. I see. Ugh. 
Yeah. The, and it was used towards people who were, like, enthusiastically trying to embrace the new quasi-Dalton system that was put into effect. Like, the boys were like, all right, we're going to we're gonna be nice until we can't be nice. We're going to, like, escort them outside and stuff like that. And they were, like, trying to back up, yeah, back up fucking Shane. But, like, if you were Mr. Moneybags in that situation and someone was acting all weird to you, you'd be like, are you a little freak? Oh, you forgot. But Mr. Moneybags in that situation was not Jake Busey's boss. That was this Mr. Bo- Bowtie Lawyer. Yes. I wrote yes. it down. Mr. Mr. Bowtie, Bowtie Lawyer. Lawyer. He said his name, and then I wrote down Mr. Moneybags, a.k.a., and then I was like, God damn it, I immediately It was Mr. Bowtie Lawyer, he and I don't know his name. Bowtie so, Lawyer. Like, Twice what it was with, 400000 400, Wow, that's that's like what somebody offers you for your house in Royal Oak these days. That's so much money. Man. I have a question about roadhouses. Is that just a style of bar where the whole place is like wide, op- wide open like that? Uh, maybe. Because there's the two bars in Twin Peaks <laughs> that are both the roadhouse, right? There's this the one that he ever talks about. There's the one. There's the one where there's the one by Evelyn's house that is also a roadhouse. Yeah, it's not the same roadhouse. So is that just a style of bar? I no. think so. Uh, probably, if we had our phones, we could Google it, or somebody could write into SwayzePod at gmail.com. at gmail.com. Usually, when I write into SwayzePod at gmail.com, it's under Danny's email address and me telling him things when I'm a little far into the night. And we answer all the questions. Don't, don't, whatever she's saying about how we're not answering the question. I've answered every question I've ever been asked in my I entire life. I only heard three of the questions asked, so may, I answered, so maybe Danny God hasn't sent them all. And I will start sending them, and I'm better at keeping track of it. So, we get so many you guys emails. are on the hook. If we get so many emails, I mean, if your emails haven't been responded to, it's because we get so many. It's uh, not. I'm getting back to all of them i get at least a thousand a day and it's just getting we're just like between this and all of our letterbox friends so that we this have, is when you guys should push your patreon then <laughs> you'll answer those questions first we'll just answer all the questions that you have sent in for our patreon it'll be really exclusive just patreon listeners whatever you send in your your shit will get answered and I'll it'll it'll just be answered blindly. Just be like open it up, ready to go, and then we'll just you say the words out loud, and I just start talking, and you and I dictate. Yeah, it'll be perfect. Um, did anyone wear better outfits than Mr. Jake Busey? Because I think if we were to go down the fashion corner, he'd kind of he'd kind of stand above everyone. Mm. I should turn he this did thing a into real. A Good. Um, it is a keyboard. I should turn it to a musical one. He he wore really good limp biscuit outfits. <laughs> He's rocking the set. You're saying he, he would. It's like Russian roulette when you're pa- placing your bets. Guy Fieri would be proud of some of his shirts. I mean, Guy Fieri would be proud of his hair. Did you hear how Pickle pronounced his name correctly? <laughs> I I uh, hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Oh, I don't the like Italian boys, you can't it. see this. I don't They're like how you're saying it. with their hands. You do it again, <laughs> I'll stab you in the face with a soldering iron. These are best friends here, folks. I, I do think that Jake Busey had the, the sickest outfits, because he was always wearing that snakeskin coat. And he had those shoes! I didn't even notice the shoes. He had snakeskin shoes. No one had a knife boot! 
No, there's that no was what I was. Well, like, another no. thing I went out in. No, no knife boots. No knife boots, and we didn't see Son of Swayze's butt. No, his butt. We saw him in his underwear a little bit, barely, and, and not even from the back. But or you also, you, you also pointed <laughs> out that he has like back abs. <laughs> yeah, he had oh back yeah, abs. he had like an eight pack on his back. <laughs> how did? How did? What, so he, he, the physicality of this guy he compared had, like, to Swayze. Below and over his shoulders. Yeah, <laughs> he he looked like a big old football player in this. Like Swayze, like a quarterback maybe. Yeah, Swayze was still a, a dancing boy, dancing man. You know, but Swayze, but a dancing man like Swayze, he still could be like a quarterback. Quarterbacks oh, yeah. can be a couple different sizes because they don't have to. As much, but my, my question is, they have uh, to have a quarter on their back, though. That's yeah, like the most yeah, important. Yeah, if you don't part. have a quarter somewhere on your back, they kick you out. Yeah, yeah, you, you have, have to you be get demoted. Else. Yeah, yeah, you have to be like right wing. Yeah, yeah. or line. Did back. they dance at all in this movie? There were some uh, dancing because there was that that rock and roll band of the not blind guy. And then yeah, they, they also dancing. went to the strip club, and there was some dancing there. Now we're talking. That's professional yeah, dancing. Yeah, the DEA waitress was giving him a little the private DEA dance. The DEA waitress that I thought was going to be the same as the, <laughs> the nurse. We don't know about the <laughs> nurse. She changed but I nurse. I don't know. I never saw a nurse, so I'm very confused, but... DEA agent nurse is what I was told. What is Jeep Lady's job? She's a teacher? She teaches children. I think. Just like in Hobo with the Shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was the one that was in the, the new Matrix movie. I don't remember who she was in it, though. I don't remember anything about the new Matrix movie except for Neo and Trinity. They need to connect. I remember that all the people that they wronged in the old movies were somehow in this army of wanderers that they all had to fight. It was weird. The, the, um, that French guy from the second one showed up and he's like, I am French. Oh, they were all in there? <laughs> yeah, and he had this big old stupid beard. He's like, I have been wandering in the desert and I'm going to kill you. <laughs> okay, I think I understand though. Is that French? Yes. Sure. Wee wee. Wee Yeah, just think about that candle. Ratatouille. From Ratatouille. <laughs> Be our guest, be our guest, put our service to the test. That's the best French accent I've ever done. Best. I mean, I'm going to play, I'm going to put in a sample of a French guy right here. Be our guest, be our guest, put our service to the test. It sounds perfect. We... We. we. I could get you a sample of a French guy saying something. What do you want him to say? You should, you should put a sample. Uh-huh. We. Uh-huh. We. All right. I'll text. I'm, I'm going to email him tomorrow and see if Christian will do that for me. If we. he does it, I'll send it over to you. Yes, the guest episodes must have as many samples as possible. <laughs> This movie like really derails itself toward the end. Like it's, I, I think that starts, our podcast is doing a good job emulating. The eventually, movie. it just starts yeah. to turn into punching and kicking and punching and kicking, and we play all the hits. And it's like it's Son great. of Swayze sh- invites Jake Busey to the bar, and then from there it all goes off the rails. He does the car thing. Yeah, he does the car thing, and uh, then he starts just fucking up them. The car thing, which you know, if you 
have seen Roadhouse. You know the car thing. You, you, you put, know the car thing. You put the, the, the knife in the gas pedal and you let your car go. And then everything explodes. Yeah. And boom, the, boom, all like yeah. six of the cars it ran into all exploded. Like they were all Pintos just ready. Ready. And we're like, we got full <laughs> tanks of gas. They're all on. We left all of our lighters open. <laughs> it's and filled with that. children smoking cigarettes that, are, <laughs> that don't go out. Like, everything was ready. You're in bed. You've just gotten drunk. Like, it was the perfect storm. What is that cigarette? <laughs> Flame retardant? <laughs> it was like the perfect storm of fire. And this car just runs into it and just, they all explode. And, like, everyone's going, like, what's going on? Like, this movie was made for uh, guys who like the Boondock Saints, right? Dude, it was so fucking I think so that's what yeah. this movie is. I... I, I think the guys that I knew who liked Boondock Saints when they came out would have liked us. I'm not saying Boondock Saints is bad or anything. Like I haven't watched it in a long time, but based on the documentary that we watched about the making of it, I think it's bad, like morally. I don't. Yeah, I don't necessarily think the m- movie is as bad as this movie, but the, uh, I don't. Uh, yeah, the morality, the, everything surrounding it is probably as bad as this movie. Do you think the cops in this movie or the cops in Boondock Saints are more bad? Well, the cops in Boondock Saints was a, uh, a green goblin. So that, I wouldn't hire that guy. I wouldn't hire Or his him. confusingly large dick. I, I, I don't know. I think he's better. <laughs> I think he's better, too, morally and acting-wise. <laughs> Uh, the cops in this movie are terrible. Every cop is bad. I, we didn't see anyone's dick in this movie, so we can't compare their dicks. But I can <laughs> say that the cop in fucking Boondock Saints has got a hog on him. <laughs> we know this. I've God heard damn. it's a very strange looking one, but that's it's, fine. It's who- well, well, what movie was it? He was going to... He, he, Willem Dafoe was going to, to show his penis in Nymphomediac or... Antichrist. Like Antichrist. I mean, I think that's his dick on the screen. But but they put it like a nail through it or something. Yeah, well, they they called in like a stunt penis or they got a fake one to do like, it because this isn't realistic. It, it was it was intimidatingly and confusingly large. <laughs> I always love when that comes up when you're talking about somebody that their penis is unusually confusingly intimidatingly large. Willem Dafoe's um, the only person I know who's like that. Like John Ham, everyone knows has a huge hog, but his name's Ham, so it makes sense. Yeah. No one's confused by it. No, but there was a serial killer that was like that in upstate New York, and I can't remember what his name is right now. Come get stabbed by like, Big Dick Johnny. It, like, literally, he he was in upstate New York, and when he was five years old, like, his parents barely had problems with him because they kind of just, like, threw him outside and let him do whatever. But when he was five, his mom took him to the doctor and was like... All right, yeah, normal checkup, but isn't his dick kind of big for a five-year-old? And the doctor looked at it and was like, yeah, that's like the average dick of a 16-year-old male. Which that, I want to know like why that dick. why that doctor knew what a 16-year-old boy's dick looked because like. Because he's a pediatrician, he's a doctor. <laughs> That's I like don't part of the thing. know, but if, it sounds very suspicious. If I were a mechanic, I'd be expected to know what all the exhaust systems on every car look like. I wouldn't like. want you to know exactly what year. I'd be like, yeah, he looks a little, yeah, you know, like overdeveloped. Like, from like oh, yeah. a five-year-old, like, be like, yeah, no, 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 he's... That's he's, a 13-year-old dick right there. See the difference between a 
13 and 16 year old and a 5 year old's dick that you would know the exact differences rather than just being like yeah that's a little big for that that seems just a little I'd be weird like to that's me. if if I saw a 5 year old with a teenager's dick I'd be like <laughs> That's concerning. Yeah. And that's why the mom that's why the, That's why the mom asked about it. She's like, "Look, I noticed that my kid's got a, a, a hog." And the doctor's like, "I don't know if I can confirm that." Oh, Jesus. Yes, At least I can. It's a 16-year-old hog. Uh, I can't give you oh. a full 42-year-old yet, but uh... what, what if I just bleep out the every <laughs> Daniel feel better that he's not the only oh, one that got bleeped. Oh god. <laughs> I I love that Shane uh in his fury of his house getting fucked up and the bar getting fucked up then his girlfriend's house getting fucked up. He goes and fucks up uh Luther's house. Oh, jumping through the window and tackling <laughs> Luther. Right, this he, move was utilized twice in this film. The jumping through the window. Well, not only jumping through... No, I think jumping through the window was only once, but calling someone from immediately behind their house to confirm that they're in the building and then <laughs> sneaking did. up on them. Dude, that was... Yes. Oh, my God. That was, so it was foreshadowing because when he did that's it with the what, Jeep lady. Yeah, yeah, the Jeep lady did that. She yeah. called... From his household, or his uncle's household line, she called her own cell phone, which he for had. some reason Shane had. Yeah, why did he have it? I missed that part, but he <laughs> had it. And then he was like, yeah, I'll get back to you later, because he heard someone breaking in. But the person breaking in was, was her. her calling from his own house. So he line. almost blew her head off. The, the craziest part about it, right, to me, is... This man answers a strange woman's phone, just blindly. But why did he have it? Without realizing (laughs) that the number that's showing up on the caller ID is his own phone number. It was a flip phone, my man. It would have just said the number. It wouldn't have said unknown or anything. It would have just said... It's his uncle's house. Well, this is also 2006, and I am banking on the fact that this motherfucker still remembers phone numbers, because I remembered phone numbers How often do you think he's calling Uncle Nate? Well, if he used to live with him, I bet he knows the phone number. I don't know that, but maybe. I might be giving him more credit than he he just deserves. He might, but I'm also saying he was undercover, it seemed like, for a while. I just thought that the phone didn't have, like, an outward-facing screen, so I thought that when he opened it, it was... Hello. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. All right. But yeah, the call was definitely coming from inside the house. But then it came from immediately outside the house. He had tricked me, though. I, I thought for sure he was calling <laughs> Luther from the club. And, and then he, Luther hangs up the phone. He's like, oh, hey, uh, yeah, uh, Jake Busey, what's going on? Go go to the go to the club. And then here Clay. comes Captain America <laughs> through the fucking window with a trash can lid immediately <laughs> tackles that motherfucker starts choking strong, him out strong move dude and it's like i was calling from outside i got you fucker he's like oh boss you're my boss from work i'm filing a complaint with hr what the fuck <laughs> this whole thing's just an hr nightmare that's why there, family th- businesses are trash there is no hr department <laughs> exactly sure. he is hr he's like oh yeah take it up with hr <laughs> 
<laughs> I loved the climax at the end where everybody's just fighting everybody. Because seriously, it be, after after the the scene at the bar where he invent, invites Jake Busey over, it just yeah. becomes pure madness from there. But then you're right <laughs> because the next inciting moment is jumping through the window, and from there the madness does not stop. It does not oh, stop no. until they are sitting on the front porch of of the black pelican. I was gonna say flamingo or penguin. Uh, the black, <laughs> black peacock. Penguin? The black, black peacock. peacock. When they're there at the black peacock, and uh, you know they're sitting on the front porch, and they're like, "Dang, that was a crazy night." That's the end of the movie. Yeah, but it's it's crazy. Like so much happened in between then. Every, I think everybody fought everyone else. Like literally, the entire uh, the, world was the entire world. The entire bayou was kung fu fighting. Yeah, the but the the dual fight scenes between uh, Busey and Son of Swayze, and then the girls, pretty good. Dude, I liked the when Bo gets stabbed by Knife Gal, and then she breaks the knife off and stabs her with it. No, I think what happens is she gets stabbed and she's like, oh, this doesn't feel good. And then she somehow flips around that butterfly knife and then breaks it off. Yeah. In, in Knife Girl. Yeah. It doesn't make sense, I don't but it happens. It, at all. it was awesome. <laughs> it's because good people can take more knife wounds than bad people. Oh, yeah. We learned that in this movie for sure. So, all right, but is but that no a perspective thing? Rip. Or if you're like an officially, oh. if you're a goon, you have to like. You have a handy, or you don't have a handicap. You have like a plus one already. Like you can't. That's a handicap. That's a handicap. You have a minus one. Sorry, my bad. Well, it doesn't matter. You're you're saying that a big guy has less armor class, and that is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, a bad guy, not a big guy. Sure. Sure, bad guy, big guy, whatever. You gotta have a goon. A goon. Remember in Joker, yeah. There's just two goons, but the, mm-hmm. they're not goons. They're like. Big guy and little guy. Yeah, and he stabs big the big guy in the face. And then he's like, little guy, you can go. But then he can't reach the fucking lock. And he's like, ha ha, you fuck. I'm the Joker. Isn't that a silly joke? <laughs> he's just covered in mud. He's got to do his makeup again. And he's like, ha ha, this is so funny. <laughs> As we discovered, he did have to do his makeup again. Because he was covered in blood. And he's got to go to TV and see Robert De Niro later on. And it's really hard to get on TV with blood. Uh, who's oh, more dude. Who's more famous now? Is it Mark Maron oh, or Robert De Niro? I don't know. Oh, man. I love that movie. It's so weird. Oh, do you want a real answer to that, yeah. Josh? I think it's still Robert De Niro because there's enough boomers around. And I feel like Gen Xers and Forward are more in tune with Mark Maron's doing but I don't feel like my parents have any idea who the hell Mark Maron is. Oh, I, well, I'm Bobby. You know Bobby. I, I think Joaquin Phoenix is more famous than the, the two of them. And I love I agree, and his I'm little freak dance so much. I love his little freak dance. No he's freak like, dances in this movie. It's just like freak, freak, freak. I'm oh, we're all freak, freak dancing over here. I'm gonna freak months. down the stairs. There was no freak dancing in this movie. Not no. even at the very end, where the band was playing their fucking rock Wait, and roll song. Unless, you, no, that's the wrong kind of freak dance. Never mind. Well, I mean, oh, like with DEA waitress was doing a little freak dance on Shane she at the beginning. She was trying to Department do a little bit more. Yeah, ass. she was trying to get really freaky. 
Yeah, I was. That was definitely not would, would within you, protocol. There. No, I say I, I don't think that would fly. And I think I think that maybe that was the best call to get out of there. Plus, that room is probably sticky, and I don't know how mm. cool man is. There were also disconcertingly a lot of uh, mannequin torsos. <laughs> just torsos, there? no heads, no no legs, no no arms. No, I mean, just naked mannequin torsos in there. Like. <laughs> Okay, from a strip club perspective, like, would that be insulting? That there's naked mannequins? Yeah, there's just like, okay, if the real thing isn't good enough, we're going to put mannequin torsos all around the room. I feel like uh, trying to pretend you were doing some classy nude art would be better than mannequin torsos. Okay. Oh, yeah. But, okay, okay, this is my thought. Okay. This is a dumb thought. Okay. But maybe it's like... As you get undressed, you don't want to just toss your clothes in a pile. You want to keep them nice. So you, you slowly clothe the mannequin as you get naked. What do you do with your socks and oh, your pants, you Josh? Put, oh, God damn it. I don't know. That's when the full the full body mannequin shows up and you got to fight with those like standard legs that don't bend. And you got to get your pants on there and you pull them up and get the baby So you have out. to really want to get nude for this. Okay, okay. So I told you it was a dumb idea. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you've also then created a like a distraction so if like someone were to, to bust it on you. They'd like walk over to the clothed mannequin like, and oh, start talking. Start talking like, "Hey, Josh, we gotta go do this thing," and you're over there getting sexy with the lady, and you and just roll onto the ground yeah, and, and you, you crawl hide. out. And, and then the cops like, "Oh, this isn't Josh. This is a mannequin." All right, you convinced me. I need and a now, mannequin. And Vince will be outside Dude, in the car waiting for you to go. That's the way it goes. With another mannequin. That's the way it goes. No, well, yeah, but. Did you have a favorite weapon in this film? Hmm. We saw a few. The throwing know. knife from the very first throw the that throwing. the knife lady does right into Nate, Uncle Nate's. Two, eight, two, two of them? Yeah. Three, three, three of them? Three? I, I thought know. it was two. But I, the two. one that went into his thigh, like that, that one. That one did one, it for you? Like, cause, well, you saw that knife looked like a really, like. Close-up shot yeah, on it. Knife, this yeah. man was 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 impaled with throwing knives. At least two of them, potentially three. Because he couldn't be taken mm -hmm. down by like a gang of yeah. dudes, so a lady had to show up and show him what's what's what. With one a bunch in, of knives. One in the leg, guaranteed one in the chest, and potentially another one in the chest as well. Right? Sure. Then this sad. man, to evade his 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 attackers, <laughs> rolls into the bayou. With the gators. With the gators. Okay. Presumably stuck at least twice, potentially three times in 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 big artery areas. How'd he get to the hospital? How the fuck he did he get to, there? Well, cause, okay, so here's the thing. This uh, wasn't a Baines getting thrown in a like, Gary Oldman situation. With a, with a with a gun. Yeah. Uh when the bullet hits the water, it slows down immensely. Yeah. yeah, sure, but he was so, in pain. I, I understand how that. I got away. No, no, no. What I'm saying is if you are running on that adrenaline and you know how much time you have before that, because, mm -hmm. I, you know, you've been in adrenaline situations before. Yeah. You're like, I have to act now because I'm not feeling it. He really only has to get 10, 20 feet away and he can come back up on land in the forest. <sighs> 
But Jake Busey controls the police. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't control. He doesn't the control woods. bullets. You see how he's firing that gun? He's just yeah. shooting everywhere. He can't control anything. He doesn't know how to control. I don't think bullets. I had a favorite weapon. I like that gun that he waved all around. I thought that was silly. I liked that he implemented a chain later on in a oh, fight. Oh, that chain was sick. Oh, that. I liked that because he, he not only used it as like a, a gauntlet, you know, because like he wrapped it around his arm, but then he started using it like a whip too. Mm-hmm. But I, I like that butter knife. Butter knife. I like that butter knife. <laughs> the butter knife was like the best one. Butter the butterfly weapons. knife was sick. I don't know. I think they were cool knives. I I was I was disappointed. No knife not- boot. Yeah, I was disappointed. Good point. No knife boot. That's what we needed. That's what, that's what Josh wanted. That's all I wanted. That's all you wanted. It doesn't get that extra, extra, extra bonus point. Uh, that's okay. But yeah, that was the film, you guys. How did we you, describe it? I think you just you did a wonderful job. I think Pickle Me? did the best job. I think Pickle kept us on track. Our, our, I, I guess, our guests who aren't dad have really <laughs> succeeded so far. <laughs> I think if we were to rank this as to who did the best job, it would definitely be Pickle first. Okay, Pickle first. That's because she's a podcast professional. Yep. Uh, and, and then I would say you, well, and, and then I would say me. Well, you did all the research, so you didn't have to perform well. You just had to tell us the facts. That's yeah, I, true. You yeah. did all the the prepackage on this. Do you have any more facts? Do you want to know what I did uh, to prepare for this? Tell yeah. me. Yeah, I listened to half of the most recent North and South. Oh yeah. Um, North and South. And then I was like, oh, they don't always do the song anymore. That's going to really throw me off. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and then I put on uh, some Cheap Show and some CBJ. And I'm like, now I know what both Vince and Josh think like. We, we don't talk about music. We only talk about <laughs> North and South. <laughs> I do have a little fun fact for you. You want to hear it? Yes, it's about North and South. <laughs> This was supposed to star Patrick Swayze, but he backed out because of creative differences. Who do you do you think they would have had? So they would have had Dalton come in, in two thousand six. This was supposed to be. He was supposed to star, so then they had to so change the plot. So they, that he was the son it of was Swayze. Supposed, oh, mm-hmm. so it was probably supposed to be mm-hmm. the brother of, like, it was supposed to be Swayze's brother who was coming in to help. Maybe. I, or I maybe think, Baby Mama. Even I think that the, the suggestion is that Swayze would have been the main character. They call His brother, his uncle, calls him and is like, I need help down here yeah, in the bayou. Yeah, but Nate be the I uncle think, or his brother at that I think point. Uncle Nate would have been removed and that would have been Dalton. Oh. I think like Dalton would have been the owner own. and then Gary B- or Jake Busey shows up to fuck him up and then takes him out of the picture and then... Fucking that would have been more insulting. What's Seeing it on screen would have been more insulting. You're right. Yeah. But yeah. then he wouldn't be the star of the film. He would be the supporting yeah. lead. That's why I was oh, saying I feel like Nate point. would have to be his... Is, is Nate his brother or still his uncle? Yeah, exactly. Or is it somebody else? Yeah. Is, is Nate his brother-in-law or his brother? We That's don't real know. Question. That never came yeah. up. Honestly, it could have been such a good movie, I think, if Swayze was the star. But you know what? It sounds like the creative differences may have just kept them apart. Yeah, it could have also been like the fact that this was in 2006. Yeah. A, a long time after, after the original one. I mean, you know, the suggestion that the character would never grow and never settle down or die 
Yeah, that, that is actually really insulting. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That the guy lives fast and dies young. Well, Josh, how did you feel about this one? I feel the number two is sticking in my head greatly, and yeah. that's the number two out of five. Two out of five. Because this movie does not understand what made Roadhouse good. <laughs> it's a perversion of Roadhouse in a way that's very 2005, and I don't care for those years. I don't care for the aughts. Okay, okay. Fuck okay. 9-11. Whoa. Whoa! I, I, this may, <laughs> look, this may be controversial, guys. <laughs> 9-11 was pretty bad. <laughs> that's brave. I know, I know, I know. Not everyone could say it, but you know what? I think 9-11, it's a bad time. It was, it was not fun. It sh- I, you know, I'm going to go out and say, I don't think it should have happened. <laughs> oh, shit. That's real crazy, dude. What about you, Pickle, not Vince? What yeah. do you think? How do you feel, Pickle? I also don't believe 9-11 should have happened. <laughs> <laughs> 9-11. Pivoting. What do you think about this movie? Oh, I don't know. I just didn't want to... Come off as Chris. Jeez. Oh. Uh, the movie was, yeah, like one and a uh, How many? What am I rating it out of? Well, I always we always do it out of five stars because that's what Letterboxd suggests. But all of okay. our guests seem to want to do it out of ten, so I really think you should just do whatever scale feels best for you. Yeah, do it out of three. Well, you know, if... Well, out of three? No, do it out of whatever you want. I'm, no, I'm, you I was said just out of three. I'm stuck there now. Sorry. Yeah. Nope, nope. It's out, out of three. three. It's a one out of three. Like, they tried to do some stuff to be like, oh, people who saw Roadhouse might try to see this. But, like, they didn't, like Josh said, they didn't understand what made Roadhouse good. I don't like the main character being a cop. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so that's where I'm at. A one out of three. But they named him Shane. Yeah. Which is also really. It's a cowboy name. thing. It's like a very yeah. It's it's just referencing the movie that Roadhouse is based on, Shane, the cowboy movie. Yes. So I mean, it's extra dumb. What do you think, Vince? I uh, on a scale of one to Vince, one how to Vince, Vince do you one think this Vince. thing is? No, I'm giving this a three out of five, dude. Three Vinces out of five Vinces. I, I I agree 100% with you. This is a movie wearing the skin of Roadhouse, but not knowing how to do its personality or voice. Yeah. This is exactly what that is. Like, yeah, this got the Roadhouse. We're doing the big beats. We might do them wrong, but we're going to do them. But you, you know? liked the, the Busey character because Busey is like really the star of the show, I right? I loved it. He it's does those, take it over the top. Teeth. You can't. It's the teeth. Like, no, but okay. I hate to say, it, no one else really had any super defining characteristics, including Shane. Including Shane. Yeah. He was just dark haired man. It was like the protagonist of any video game. Yeah, exactly. Like Busey is the only one that will. had some character to him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that makes him kind of pull it along. Yeah, I could, I could, I could give it extra points for that crazy buciness. <laughs> well, it seems like everybody else kind of agrees with you guys, and uh, I guess I'm on the outlying team. Letterbox has it at two point one out of five, with an IMDb at four point three out of ten. Rotten Tomatoes does not give us a score, but we have an audience rating of thirty three percent, with an Amazon rating of four point four out of five, with seventy three percent five stars. 
4% one star. This DVD worked just fine, but... It was a bad film. Bad DVD. I, I have the exact audience rating. I did one out of three. You nailed it. I am the audience. You nailed it. Hell yeah, dude. Do you, do you feel... this? Okay, does getting that make you feel confident in your ability to judge what a film is good or not or if a film is good or not absolutely not <laughs> have you seen what's in the movie theaters these days morbius I, I, <laughs> it's morbid time baby now that's on netflix and i can't wait to watch it i'm gonna i'm gonna watch it and i know it's gonna be bad what, but what are you watching morbius, morbius. Huh. the vampire movie with jared leto oh it is gonna be bad and doctor it? who and doctor who yeah i just really want to I want to see if if Doctor Who is going to destroy something beautiful. I think he will. Um, If you want to destroy something beautiful, you can always send us a message at (laughs) SwayzePod at gmail.com. You can give us suggestions for how to make the show worse than it already is because all of your suggestions are trash and we know just what we're doing over here. We're nearing the end of Crazy for Swayze and we are goddamn the best at it. I don't know what you're talking about. This is never going to end. Uh, we're going to put that as a poll. Should this end or should this not end? And both answers are going to be no. <laughs> no. and uh, Super no. <laughs> no is super no. Those are your only options. Yes, yeah, stay I forever. Think, I think you got a little too much out of, out of Bring It On this weekend. You're a little sassy. I love yes. Bring It On. Bring It. I loved it. I know. They never said the on is implied. It's an implied on. Yeah, you just where you can bring it off. You can bring, of course, it's bring, it was brought on. Exactly. Okay. Do you guys want to rate this on the Swayze scale? I think that's all we got. Yeah. Left. Okay. Uh, let's see. Would you call that a fucking road trip? No. Wow, he did travel, but from whence to where? Uh, we uh, through only, the woods? We only saw him when he was really helping the lady in the Jeep who did Well, he traveled from New York to Louisiana. Oh, he was a New Yorkman. Yep, that's what the, the cop was pissed off about, you know, uh, at the beginning or at the end. Uh, no horses. No horses. Uh, we did not. Did we find this man to be athletic? Uh, he did a bunch of fighting. I he saw him do that parkour that one time. He could, he could do the... MMA fighting, the parkour shit. He, 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 uh, the fighting was athletic. Okay, we'll give him a point. And we did have dancing, we agreed. Mm-hmm. The, with, there's professionals. So that's a bonus point. Yes. Uh, I counted one sick whip that was the Jeep and another sick whip that's just uh, one of those airboats. Yeah, I liked the airboat. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Anyone else count any other ones? Because I have one more, and that's Jake Busey's Escalade truck. They don't oh, make those bad so boys terrible. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> the pickup Escalade. Uh, uh, so, yeah, we had at least two sick webs, maybe three. Uh, no, no horses, but there were some gators. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but only at the beginning. I really wish there would have been more gators. Yeah, like some fucking Peter Pan shit. I wish it was a Chekhov's gator. Like we would have seen that gator in the beginning, and then later on, like he would have come back and gotten somebody. Yeah, yeah. Like Jake Busey could have got him like right in the crotch or something. Do you think that you, that's how you wanted Jake Busey to go out? You wanted to see a gator eat him as opposed to watching Shane beat him up to death? Yeah. But Did he, he get beat up to death? Yeah, he got kicked out of that oh, window, wind- and then he fell onto that pyre and was, like, impaled through his chest. Disney ending. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't, like, just, like, a, a pole or anything. Like, it was, like... 
was very Gaston, is it was, all I know. It was gigantic. It looked like a piece of, like, branch, or, like, it was like a... Like, they had a wooden banister, and the banister had just a point on the top of it, like some weirdo. <laughs> it was meant for you to throw someone on Yeah, it was kill perfect him. for it. Yeah. Do you think that this movie had any ideas about gender, aside from the regular society ones? No. Uh, there's sometimes a strong female woman. Yes, there was. She threw a knife. But I don't know if there was any feminism. It does not pass the very simple metric of the Bechdel test. No. Uh-uh. No women talk to each other. They didn't talk, or they, they at least didn't have names, because one of them was <laughs> knife DEA lady. waitress. And another was Knife Lady? Okay, so... Uh, I mean, like, I think she has a name, but we called her Knife Lady. I don't... I think we ever heard her name. I don't think we ever heard her name. She's yeah. Knife Lady. Okay, so that's a big no on gender. It's just normal fucking uh, toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Nope. Okay, so... Uh, we had fighting in knives. That was something that we very clearly discussed in great detail. Mm-hmm. This is Dad Stuff the movie. He's trying to figure out who killed his daddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He for- he formed his entire career path yeah. around trying to figure out who killed his daddy. Which they just said in one line, but I guess it technically counts. Yes, that's Dad Stuff. Nudity. We got nipples as fuck. All we got really is nipples. We got no butts. We got some lady butts, but they were all on thongs. But we were looking for a strong son of Swayze butt. Anybody's we, butt. We I would have taken Busey's butt. I would have taken that too. And he was even in the hot tub with the ladies with their nips out. But I would I would have liked to see some some dong personally. Well, well yeah, right. Two thousand five. I know it's asking a lot. I mean. We were all looking for Dong in 2005, Vince. It just wasn't available. <laughs> Dong was available. Uh, class stuff. This is something I had a question about. Everybody in this thing is rich, right? Except it, for the people who work there? Apparently. Yeah, the people who work there were definitely not And rich. they weren't even worried about it when uh, he was like, oh, we got to close down the club for a few nights because apparently they had to work security. Mm-hmm. Even while it was closed, they were still getting paid, but then they got killed. Yeah. Yeah, which fucks... I hope, no, their, pa- they, I hope their family got suffered. They went to the hospital. They didn't die. No, the one guy was dead. Oh, Come yeah, on. he did go in there. He's they clearly dead. I think he was in the hospital. Okay, whatever. You don't believe in death. No class stuff. <laughs> yep. But this, do you accept the romance? I will accept the romance. Hmm. If not between... Uh, Swayze stand in son of Swayze and uh, busty lady between the the, the the hot tub three way. Oh, you like the hot tub three way? You thought that was romantic? That's the most romantic thing you could ever do with a person. I, I like the uh, Busey cousin of Busey, uh, busty lady, Jeep lady uh, romance. With who? Uh, with with his cousin. They they were cousin lovers. Oh oh oh! Josh, so- you love. Cousin lovers. You love cousin lovers? On Game of Thrones last week, this guy, was, <laughs> Doctor Who, was like, hey, I, my brother, I want to marry your daughter, and that'll make me the king. And he's like, fuck you. Never come to my house ever again. That was it. Is that how you get a Game of Thrones? That's how you get a Game of Thrones. Every once in a while, you're like, fuck you. Never come to my house again. Never and also ever darken you, my doorway. You occasionally throw in a batch of incest and see if it sticks. Yeah, she won't marry you. You're my brother. She's gonna marry my my other brother's 
brother's daughter. She's got to marry her cousin, not her uncle. That's fucked up. That's Game of Thrones for you, baby. Dude, Game of Thrones is weird. I've never, I've only watched one episode. No, the old Game of Thrones isn't mostly about incest. The new one is. No. It's only about incest. But the old Game of Thrones, by the time, by the time we got kicked off of the HBO we were on, it, it became very clear upon second viewing, if I didn't see it upon first, that it's very, um, racist. Yeah, racist. <laughs> it's racist? Very. Yeah, the, racist. yeah, fantasy's racist. Don't they know that's not a cool thing to be? Not cool at all. They we make should... two really cool people of color fall in love, but guess what? One like, doesn't have a dick. One doesn't have a dick, and he was grown as a child soldier, and the other was a slave in that same city. My understanding right. is they that the he two does people have of a dick. Color, so I... neither of them... But the thing is that neither... I'm take this upon them. myself. They were both slaves, and then they fell Are in love, say, rather than giving them any positions of power. Are you going to say Game of Thrones is bad? I'm going to take this upon myself to go find these Games of Thrones and let them know about uh, a little little tale called North and South, and let them know about how slavery and racism is fucking bad. It's the path to the KKK, and that's yeah. definitely bad. Yeah, yeah. And so we just got to nip that in the bud. I'll go talk to these throne men and be like, hey, you, hey, <laughs> take, no, take this DVD. N- but now they've got black people in the incest family. Oh, that's so much better. So there's inclusion. It's, you know, oh. it's At like least. we need more trans women flying drones or whatever. Whatever the army is saying nowadays. What I have ascertained here, I've taken a tally. It looks like we have this film is a six out of ten fucking throwing knives on the Swayze scale. Swayze scale. It's not bad. How many bonus points do you guys think we have? I think we have zero. That's wrong. We have knives and dancing for bonus points. That's two out of three bonus points. How's he rank on the this this character scale though? Oh, okay, yeah. so I didn't actually. Oh, I did check this off. Uh, no nude butt. Yeah. <laughs> no uh, soft masculinity, which Not was the 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 part that we were missing. Uh, he was very hard masculinity. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's Not- hard like a gun. <laughs> Josh is into it. <laughs> he was stubborn. He was reckless. No one in this fucking movie smoked except for Crystal Meth. Yeah. There was just the one time in the very beginning. Yeah, that was. I don't even think that was a specific character. That oh, was no. just shown. It was as just it was. That's set what's going on. It was a yeah. montage. And there, yeah, and there was athleticism. So this guy on our modified Swayze character scale gets a three out of six. That's that's half. He's half a Swayze, which actually seems right based on chromosomes. I mean, yeah, if he is son of Swayze on the Swayze scale. Swayze scale. <clears throat> Swayze character scale. Yeah, I guess he should get half. Yeah, well, he should get half. He's got well, half his genes. Well, congratulations, Jonathan Satchel. You are half a Swayze. Mm. Yeah, no one can ever be a full Swayze. When we find the full Swayze, we will let you know. Well, when you find the full Swayze, you end this podcast and you start that podcast. The full Swayze podcast. Welcome to Full Swayze. I'm your host, Vince Troya, and we're talking about nothing but Swayze. Today so. we've elected uh, Bo Burnham. You're, you're Swayze today, Bo Burnham. <laughs> we're just going to make people Swayze? 
Yeah. And and they have to like live up to the responsibility that day or else or else. And you guys follow them around and then we see how hard it is to be Swayze for a day. Every thirty minutes we just ask him if he's having the time of his life. I'm gonna pick a Swayze, a local Swayze that we can follow around. Uh local city councilman Mike McFall, you have been nominated as our local Swayze. I I will watch this. We'll follow you around. And if we tag him in this, he will give it a like. He's who will one hundred percent give it a like. He should. We're, That's how you get we're supporting show. him right now. We support the community. The community supports us. Uh, you can send us an email at swayzypod at gmail <laughs> it, it wasn't an if situation. Um, it was just like implied. If you want to support us, so. you can find us on social media at swayzypod. Uh, I'm on Letterboxd at Kinston Troya. Josh is on Letterboxd at Josh with CY. We have a Reddit that I don't know how to use because I've never really used Reddit. Me but either. It's there at r slash Swayze pod. And we've got a pickle next to us. Pickle, would you like to tell the people where to find you? Um, I mean, I'm trying to think. If, if you like seeing pictures of plants and a cute dog, you can go to Instagram, the underscore night witch underscore fabuloso. That's also a good way to uh, track Danny, who is at... You're not supposed to tell anyone. Who doesn't (laughs) want anybody to find him. If you want to low-key stalk him, you can Or look at his tattoos or whatever or hire him. I like that you say track him like he's a feral animal (laughs) that you like are observing from the wild. I don't control Danny Like he's a Bigfoot? Do you... That's not how this works. Yeah, are you, so this is like you're Sigourney Weaver and he's the gorilla in the mist and you're just like... She Jane Goodall? I think... That's I think, crazy. What, what, what Sigourney Weaver movie was she... I, that was the one, that right? That sounds right. I, don't, I didn't know that. Because she wasn't in Congo. I'm blanking right now. I can't remember. Gorillas my, in the Mist is a documentary. Gorillas in the Mist is not a documentary. It's a movie. Well, all movies are documentaries in this household. We're crazy.